0: Another episode of Life in Pinstripes. I'm James Yevin.
1: And I'm Dan. Dan, Danny, Daniel Yevin. I go by many names, but here I am right now, calling from the studio. And this is episode
0: number forty nine. You know who wore number 45. 49 for the New York Yankees. Tell me who.
1: Louisiana Lightning himself with any Ron, Ron Gidry? Gidry. That's oh, I know that. right. See, obviously, the, the the memory thing of sports skipped a generation, so I, I know very little about things. That's so. why I'm there to pick yourself right back up, pretty much. I'm just here to put some musical highlights to everything, so I'll play some uh, Yankees theme music or whatever the hell you want to see, just, yeah, we'll we'll play and have a good time, so we'll, we'll put a little Zeppelin in there and talk about sports, and what are we going to talk about today?
0: Okay, let's take it back from the top. First <laughs> of all... How is everybody doing out there at a time where we're just staying home, questioning what is going on out there in the world?
1: I got to say, what's up, Henry Bocanegra? That's what I got to know about. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's up to our <laughs> nine of viewers right now who oh, are we're watching this? What's up to Tatiana Evan? Thank you.
0: So basically right now we're off to a very good start. We're in a pandemic. It's very tough on us. I miss my job. I miss my kids out there. I miss life.
1: Yes. What is life now? life is not what we knew it to be although i'm somewhat introverted as we all know so to me it's not greatly different but there are some uh definitely various different changes just like uh me going on a beautiful shopping trip to go food shopping today and first of all you you need a mask because if you don't have the mask you're poisoned. It's an executive order now. You <laughs> yes. have to wear a mask. So you go out like you're going to go do surgery. And the whole thing is, So I, the mask I had, I only have two from some woodworking projects I worked on because I couldn't get anything else. And one of them broke. So uh, I figured, okay, let me just staple it back together. It'll, it'll be good as good as new. So I get to the store, put it on, and it pops off. So, Cheap
0: masks is a huge issue apparently out so there.
1: So I, I freaked out. I felt like some chick that was at the beach and a bikini just popped off. So <laughs> I said, I better get something new because I was holding it with one hand. It really wasn't working out. So I ran to Walmart hoping that my good friends, the Walmartians, would be able to help me out. They were not able to help me out. They, I even went down to the woodworking section, figured, maybe I could find a bandana. I go to the white trash section, find something to put over my face, maybe a towel. But uh, there was nothing that could be used.
0: Sounds like you had a very fun time trying to find a mask. The mask sucker.
1: So anyway, so I had to go shop with one hand. One hand holding my face and the other one trying to push the cart. do
0: something like this? Like, um, excuse me, it seems to me that my mask has broken. But this also looks like if someone <laughs> let out a really bad fart in the middle of the store.
1: Pretty much, pretty much. But to top it off, when you wear a mask and you have glasses, your glasses fog up. So I can't see where the freak I'm going anyway. So it was a big comedy to begin with and now the stores have nothing in stock. They have nothing. You want blueberries, there's one bag. You want onions, there's one bag. So basically, you're you're on your own is we live in a rush right now. I know this is um, some <laughs> some crazy time. I remember a few weeks
0: ago where I thought all of this was I thought it was fake cuz we cuz we had the H1N1, Ebola, nothing really bad happened. And then this happened. And now it's like a horror movie.
1: This is the new, this is the new beginning. You know, the thing is we walk outside, we walk down the street. The only place we can actually go to when we leave this house is to go to a cemetery because the cemetery is where all the dead people are. Hence, they're already dead. Not a problem. But the thing is a couple of dog walkers in the neighborhood, they see us, they run. It's, it's almost as though they feel we're going to give them the disease right then and there. So they take off They, they and it's, it's comical, but what are you going to do? You know, you, the only time we leave the house now is uh, to food shop or look at the dead people.
0: Wow. <laughs> this is what it's become now. I literally leave the house maybe once every, like, few days to go for a walk. Other than that, I really yeah. haven't seen anything outside this town.
1: So, this is, so right now what we're doing is we're going to be radio hosts, podcasters in the new millennium. Now, so,
0: one of you is probably saying to yourself, My co-host has been M.I.A.
1: TJ, wherever you
0: are, I miss you, buddy. Call me. Text me. I miss you. I'm concerned. I hope you're doing all right, my friend.
1: Obviously, I can't fill TJ's pants, and we'll we'll leave it at that. But he's not here, and I'm just sitting in just to kind of – this way James doesn't talk to himself, which he does on occasion anyway. In a good way or in a bad way? I don't know, man. You're walking around, you're you're, you're muttering, you're throwing things against the wall. I'm a little worried. Well, it's because
0: I'm trying to get my life going, (laughs) which is also the next thing I kind of want to talk about. You know, during a time of pandemic, you try to figure out ways how to better yourself. Yes. And I've taken a few of those steps. Number one, I've been working out a lot more. It's good for the mind and it's also good good for the body area. And also, I've been thinking about life choices.
1: Tell me more. So, I'm, I'm so intrigued. I've been very interested in going back to school. Oh, I mean, not, not behind the scenes, but actually being a student. As yes, being a, a student
0: again, being a
1: 24-year-old student once again. So what would you want to take since, you know, you're, you're, you're unless you don't want to share that with the audience?
0: Uh, that's for a little bit later on, but I'm just <laughs> saying I'm taking that step. Details will be a little bit further, but right now it's kind of a private situation okay, that okay. I just kind of muttered out into the this public. Is good, though. though,
1: this is very good. I'm, I'm very proud of you. So, in other words, you may be leaving this apartment at some point. <laughs> at some point, yes. Yeah. At some point, yes.
0: Now, now that we got our life stuff out of the way, there really hasn't been talking. There really hasn't been that much about sports to talk about.
1: Well, they're, you know, if you want to watch your cats race or you want to... Oh, you want me to do a play-by-play of the of the cat's race? Oh, the cat
0: goes around this way, tried to go for the cat food. Then the other cat goes around. Then this one hiss. this one hisses, this one decides to, spat, to pat the other one in the back. And it's all over now.
1: Well, I think they actually brought the Ocho back. Is that true? Is they that... did.
0: I remember. I watched a, Um, what was it a hamburger eating contest from was it, Kobayashi and Joey Chestnut. It was kind of gross. I couldn't watch any more of it.
1: I, th- I think Saturday Night Live had a they they put a boiling pot actually with two popcorn kernels, and they had a race of who's going to win. And I think if you, this is what we've become. Other than watching old baseball games, which why bother? Well, that's what I've been doing. Even though I know the end result, I need something. I need something. How could you possibly know who wins certain games from a year ago? It's, because I mean, this <laughs> is the n- because it's what I love.
0: Everybody who watches the show knows how much I love baseball. For God's sake, I can name who won the World Series, who lost the World Series, like, all the way back before you were even born.
1: Before I was born. Wow. See, so you're going back to the Stone Ages, is what you're saying.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: So back where the dinosaurs were around and before the asteroid <laughs> decided to hit the planet. Very funny.
0: Very funny. Yeah. I'm so, sorry.
1: I'm telling you. So what else? How, how else have you seen your life change with all this... Uh, being stuck quarantined with me for for so many months already well you're still around so i guess everything's all right <laughs> yeah uh, teaching the basic tenets of, of better nutrition as well so it, it turns like to to be healthy it's whatever you put into your body obviously you, you you're going to use and as a result you know alcohol non bearing we, we we've kind of reformulated our whole diet to be as healthy as we possibly can be so you know in good stuff in good stuff out so to speak but you'll so you'll retain some of those those jack muscles that you have now under that shirt
0: it's a work in (laughs) progress what can i say but i do miss a good burger i do miss a good slice of pizza and i do miss ipas
1: we got to share the good pizza for when we can leave the house and actually go to new haven we'll make a run and go to new haven or go to your
0: previous hometown of new york
1: my memories, it's good. What's there now, I don't know. Brooklyn has changed an awful lot since I've lived there. But uh, it, it's definitely green acres living here as opposed to living in a city, as we all know. So uh, this is where it's, people come to. Yeah, it's a lot you know, different after they've already found someone and you know they settle down. But this is no place to grow up. And I, I know people say Hartford is, is the most exciting city in the world, but. I, I have to dispute it ever so, ever so. so. you know, I think uh, New York still may have a little bit of an edge, but if you look at the uh, drones right now with nobody in the streets, it would be hard to dispel that. It's something that you see from 28 Days
0: Later or uh, I Am Legend. If-
1: Definitely. It seems like Will Smith had the right, uh, the right point of view to, to have the right uh, guns and uh, have the dog to help uh, kill all those vampires. <laughs> you hear that, people? That's the advice
0: that you take from a, an old ager, in a in the most polite way possible. So.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely I'm 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 pushing sixty. So as you could tell, it's you know it's 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 very tough at this point to, to to be this respected and have all this wisdom and to go on. But
0: uh, and then pass on the wisdom to me as there's a bunny absolutely, absolutely. right beneath us right now.
1: Absolutely. So, many of you have seen this beautiful guitar that I have in my hand. (laughs) Did you know that this guitar was purchased back in 1979, decades and decades before you were even a thought? So, it was purchased at uh, Kings Highway, Sam Ash, for the high price of $110. This Hondo 2 can be yours. No, I'm actually not selling
0: it. No, 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 no. no, no. This is untouchable. No what matter what happens, about? this thing.
1: And take a look at this neck. This neck. Don't is give the totally people any. Th-
0: Don't give the people any thoughts right now. <laughs> Don't do it. It still sounds great to this day. He's one. He's one of those guys
1: where I can name a song. And he'll automatically play it. I'm not gonna do that now because now you put me under pressure. And, and, and I didn't put you a, any pressure. There's a full eight people watching us now, or something. And who'd want that to happen?
0: So, I think a lot of people want that right now. <laughs> they need something to smile, to laugh about, especially at a time like this. That's what they have your face for. No, <laughs> but they haven't seen my face in six weeks. They're probably wondering, like, where's this guy now? Where's me? Where's TJ? Where's the funny accent? TJ, where are you? Where, what, what happened, buddy?
1: is your phone okay
0: (laughs) speaking of tj i'm not speaking of tj it just happened to come across my mind but um the one thing that has been happening sorry i gotta change the subject please do because i know we we were talking about the lack of sports what's this this is bush league the last dance yes the dinosaur song no, not that. Oh. not that last dance. Oh. The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan documentary that was coming out on ESPN last week. And what a great first four episodes.
1: I'm really digging it. And although as we, we it's been well documented, I'm not the biggest sports fan, I, I do have some recollections of basketball back in the 90s. And it was undisputed that Michael Jordan was the best player and probably the best player that will ever, ever grace the courts. Sorry, LeBron James fans. You know me.
0: I like LeBron. I respect him, but he's not better than Jordan. Nobody is better than Jordan.
1: No, I'm going to have to agree with that. The The, the movements, the... The, the, aggression,
0: the aggression, the leadership, how he pushed other players on that team to be better.
1: Well, the whole point is how he, when he was drafted to that team, they were the joke of the league. They won nothing. They were basically a bunch of losers they were yeah well their 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 feelings where they weren't going to win so as a result they kind of dipped into a lot of like drugs and and drinking and prostitution and all kinds of things that would not help them win any games but then when jordan came to the scene he really turned them around by with his raw talent
0: yeah episode one and two was more focused on him bringing the bulls back to playoff level the last two episodes focus on him winning the first finals. And it was not a very easy road to get there. Those uh, those bad boys, Detroit Pistons, mm-hmm. Isaiah Thomas, uh, Dennis Rodman. Who Who's
1: that tall guy on the Pistons? The La- center? La- La- Lamier? 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 Christian Lamier? That guy He's- was a was a beast. And their whole philosophy was to knock him down. Knock down the whole team, but especially Jordan, to make sure that they couldn't score. Once, once he was in the air... They couldn't control it, but the whole thing was to get him before he would take flight. So, uh, if they were ever gonna beat the Pistons, they had to come up with a new philosophy where it wasn't just him being the the sole point maker. Yeah. So.
0: With the Pistons, not only did they lose once, they lost two t- twice, lost three times in the postseason against them. You know how infuriating that is. And the th- and the third time. Was when Scottie Pippen had the headache in Game Seven, and you can't say yourself like, "Ah, oh, this close," and then one of your best players has
1: gets a migraine and ruins his game. Have you ever had a migraine? Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah, it's brutal. I've had a couple of them, and uh, basically, you're, you're it's like you're disconnected. Your entire you're, system shuts down, pretty much. So. And although they really need him at that moment, there was nothing that could be done. But they had to go on without him. But uh,
0: so what did they do? That uh, after they lost, they put up, they decided to all go to the weight room and gain weight, get stronger, in the offseason, no less. In the offseason. literally the day after they were eliminated, focused automatically to get into shape to beat those those guys.
1: So well, let's talk about Scottie Pippen for a second. Okay. <laughs> of course, yeah. Because what they focused on. So much was the fact that although you know he was number two on the team and Jordan really needed him, he was so disrespected. Maybe he had a bad uh, agent or he was kind of green when he signed, but he was getting paid buckas. He was know, paying. No- he was paying nothing. Pretty much. As a result, you know he saw the kind of money everyone else was making, but not contributing the way he did. And when you're Number what? Number 121,
0: 122? It was 122nd week? overall in terms of salary. Why go on?
1: Why why even play at all if you're not going to be compensated for it?
0: Maybe because he wanted to pay, play with Michael Jordan. I mean, how much of an opportunity do you get to play with the greatest player of all time?
1: True, but that every, everybody's got their limit. And when he got hurt and he realized he can get the operation either now or later on, he decided to do it now. He could have waited and still played it out, but he was kind of doing a little bit of the old uh, playing leverage, saying, hey, you know what? If you're not going to respect me, I'm not going to respect you guys, and I'm just going to take off for a while. And they lost a lot when he was around. Of course,
0: especially during the time where what was it, he had a broken foot mm-hmm. and didn't say anything whatsoever. Waited until the season opener to say that he has a broken foot and he needed surgery to miss 35 games. And I remember they – I don't think they were that great during that 35-game span.
1: They weren't. They were missing an eternal – a very essential cog in the wheel. Of course. So – And then
0: Rodman, Rodman felt unmotivated one way or another. Well, well,
1: the whole thing is not only was this going on, the general manager was saying, you know what? We could trade Pippen anytime. any time. And when you're a great player and you're being shown that you mean nothing – Because some guy is like mouthing off that he's going to drop you, then that doesn't build any kind of teamwork whatsoever.
0: No, not at all. See, here's the thing. Before Phil Jackson was the coach, it was Doug Collins. Doug Collins was more focused on give Michael Jordan the ball. There was no, like, team chemistry. Mm -hmm. When Phil Jackson came along, team chemistry was built together. More focused on the triangle offense.
1: The triangle offense. They can talk about that.
0: And everyone was like... And Michael Jordan was like, this is absolute bullcrap. Why do we have to give the ball to other people? This is my opportunity.
1: Well, there was a whole paradigm shift that had to happen. He had to realize... And he's he's cute because, you know, they say there's no I in team. He says, yeah, but there's I in win. And you go... He's not wrong, though. (laughs) He's not wrong, but you can't put all that pressure on one player. And the thing is, they were all very able... To hit those shots. Of course. Just give them the opportunity. So he's still got a chance to shine. He's still got all those sales for uh, sneakers and apparel. And he's he's living large now. But, you know, I think if he didn't make that change internally in his mind, they never would have gotten where they were. Of course.
0: And also another key factor was my guy, Dennis Rodman, mm-hmm. who a lot of people are well aware of his 45 different colorful hairstyles that he's had and his interesting wardrobe and his in- interesting Lifestyle that he had. Well, Robin's
1: an interesting character because he's like a child in a sense. He's a savant because very, very aggressive. Maybe what they said one of the best players in terms of defense. Oh yeah, because Kenny. he would he would get 15 rebounds per game. He would dive into the stands to get the ball. He would okay. do whatever it takes. But by the same token, when he needs a break, you have to. It's almost like you have to treat him like a child in a sense, where you say, yeah, okay, go to Vegas for 48 hours. But make sure you're back. The fact that the Bulls <laughs> even,
0: even thought about doing something like that, I don't think any other team would have did the same thing. They would have been like, what, are you crazy? Why would we want to give you a vacation? Why doesn't everyone else deserve a vacation?
1: True. But, but the
0: fact that they were able to do that, though.
1: Well, he, he was given that respect, though. you know. And as a result, he performed. He came back. Once they could find him in a hotel room with Carmen Electra underneath the couch... You know, yeah, he, he was still doing Robin things, and that was Madonna, actually, that helped influence him, who said, you should be who you want to be, and not what anyone else wants you to be, which was her credo. As a result, he kind of took some of that and, and ran with it, so to speak, and that's when his hair started changing all these colors, and he became this very flamboyant guy wearing boa constrictors around his neck and fur coats and uh, <laughs> and all these facial uh, in holes in his face uh, with, with different kinds of jewelry. So
0: Let him be. You know what? You could say as much about Dennis Raman. The dude can play, though. But would you want to be called The Worm? Would that be a name that you would like? That's not a very good nickname, but <laughs> he was a pretty good player, though. Even though I was one, I think, maybe was on the Bulls team.
1: Mm-hmm. So. I, I grew up in the era where I, I used to work for a company that used to deal with the NBA quite a bit. And especially with all the footwear and the apparel. So all those players would have a brand new sneaker coming out and new... You know, um, track suits and shorts and T-shirts and what have you, and they sold like hotcakes because the popularity of that team and all that power, everybody wanted to be part of that. And I was living living in New York, and I think Bull stuff probably sold better than Knicks stuff.
0: <laughs> Knicks were actually kind of on the rise back in the '90s. They did have Patrick Ewing.
1: Mm-hmm. My my one big memory of the Knicks is during the playoff game where it oh. got where the. Well, it was the last. I think it was the fourth quarter, and they stopped the game. Well, actually, they stopped the coverage of the game. The game had going because of O.J. Simpson and the white Bronco. All of a sudden, they were saying, "Hey, we." <laughs> they were showing the LA freeway and the white Bronco and the police following him. So that was like the last time that I remember that I was following the Knicks. <laughs> what was
0: your What was your reaction to
1: when the uh, the, the they lost coverage of the game? We, I cursed the T V set. <laughs> I, I, I was screaming because you, you how do you how do you
0: how do you begin? That? So That's cra- that's crazy though. You know
1: that I remember.
0: So uh We pretty much just explained episodes three and four in a nutshell like that.
1: That's what we do. We take the nuggets, the most powerful pieces, and explain it to the viewers.
0: That's what you gotta do in now and age. Right, people out there. People don't have time
1: to listen. They got no time for. It. Well, actually, they have a little more time
0: now. I know, but you got to show some love to the people mm-hmm. who are actually are watching. Mm-hmm. Show sure. them that we thank you for watching and tuning in, spending their lovely little gloomy Monday afternoon with us.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, this is fun. Well,
0: and uh, well, I'm glad you can fill in. Hopefully, there's more sports talk. Coming soon. I'm gonna
1: have to up my sports uh, information, or oh, well, that's least why you
0: got me. Well, that's why you got me. I
1: think we could talk about Brooklyn.
0: All right, fine. You want? We talk could about talk it? about
1: the, the differences between living in the suburbs versus the city. Well, I can automatically do that because I lived in both. We can talk about um, I don't know uh, Green Acres. So much to so much <laughs> to talk about nowadays. We can talk about your favorite movies. Whatever you want to talk about, I, I I'm. I know a little bit about everything, enough to be in trouble.
0: We'll figure something out for your I'll I'll explain it to you like if you were a five year
1: old. I appreciate that. Coming from you that means a lot. Of course, nowadays. So Yes. They are, they are. <laughs> Is that the way that you, you end this thing?
0: Yeah. Well, you could find us on podcast on any podcast platform, you can find us on Clover Crest Media Group, you can find us on Transistor, you can find us anywhere. All of our previous episodes with me and my my co-host, who I hope is still around. Once again, love you. In the
1: meantime, I will sit in and bring mirth and wisdom and love and peace to all of you because you know I love you all so much.
0: (laughs) Stay safe out there. Stay healthy. And I'm going to do it for him. Never forget to rock and or roll.
1: Thank you. Bye.